On New Year's Eve 2009, we decided to come up with goals, not resolutions, for the year ahead. We wanted to take control of our lives instead of sitting back and letting life happen to us or pass us by. Every year since, we've created a bucket list that encouraged each other and worked toward achieving our goals throughout the year. In 2012, we started to document our journey in our blog, The Great Goal Rush. I'm Chris. And I'm Lissa. And this is The Great Goal Rush Podcast. Welcome to Lissa or Chris and Lissa's Great Goal Rush. I don't know if it's Lissa and Chris or Chris and Lissa, but we will figure it out together today. I'm your host, Lissa Walker-White, and with me is the feeble, the ill, Nana, the hacking. I'm not hacking. The sore-throated. Sore-throated, for sure. Christopher. Bernard. Hello. White. Bernard. 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 Hello, everybody. How's everybody doing? Great. Okay. Yeah, great. Man. We're great. All right. Well, I'm under the weather, but I'm fighting it off. But Liz is going to lead this podcast because my throat sucks. Making it rain like he's under the weather. Did you practice that? No, that's from that's a little Wayne quote. Oh, in the immortal words of our prophet. Am I getting picked up? Wheezy. Yes, you are getting picked up. Because I know we had some issues last week with this new and improved microphone, but... The settings look okay, so I think we're all right. If not, so be it. My throat hurts. Okay. Well, how's it going? How was your week? (laughs) Everything was great until about Friday at noon, and then my throat started to hurt. My throat. And that's that. What about you? How was your week? It was good. I made last-minute plans to go to New York next week to attend a conference. All right, so talk about that for a little bit. Um, There's really not much that I want to talk about because I don't want anyone to know where I am because... Yes, because so many people are going to listen to this and know where you are. We're all being tracked at all time and surveilled, so I really don't want to add to the mix. But I'll be going to New York, and lo and behold, I because my company organization has the lowest per diem for hotels i have to stay in brooklyn for the week instead of manhattan which as all of the world knows was a bucket list item of mine to visit brooklyn the entire world knows. yes all everyone every single person knows mm-hmm. and if they don't they should because this is very important mm-hmm. and most people who follow us will know that we went to brooklyn on my birthday and that was the that was the day of the f- fateful walk across the Brooklyn Bridge trip. Ah, yes. We all remember that mm-hmm. dark day. Never forget. Mm. And I said after that trip, because we didn't spend much time in Brooklyn, it's so large that you'd need like a full week, if not more, to fully take it in. And that was never our intention that one day to take it all in. We only visited a few spots. So when I'm not at my conference... I hope to be exploring some of Brooklyn to add on to my bucket list item. There are some places you don't want to go to in Brooklyn, though. I think that it's my business and not not yours. Well, actually, since you and me are together, it is my business. We're not. Oh. We're independent. Okay. Well, then have a great time. (laughs) Go to wherever you want, but be safe. Of course. I do that everywhere I go. 
anyway, so that is, I'll be gone, gone for the whole week, and Chris will, if he continues to stay sick, he'll have to nurse himself back to health or have curlier optimus nurse himself back to health because I'm really important in Chris's healing. I provide him Zycam. Mm, I was going Marvin Gaye. No. <laughs> no. And um, I sometimes look at him and then like my eyes and my gaze helps bring him back to health. Or she judges me because I am a wuss when I get sick. I'm like, why is Chris's mouth so far open when he's breathing? Because my nose is so stuffed up that air cannot go in and then if he falls asleep i'm there to take a photo of him as i mentioned last week so you know he's really gonna miss me Mm. that reminds me of going to colorado and you freaking out i didn't give you a hard time about that did i what part when i couldn't breathe no when you tried an edible and you thought you were having a brain stroke 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 and paralyzed i didn't give you a hard time about that yeah, because you forced me to have that edible, yep, and I, I had forced no you. Threw it down your throat. <laughs> Be careful. Take care of your your throat, your elderly throat. Mm-hmm. So, what else did you do this week that was of importance? You know, it's funny because my week was actually really good in regards to work. That's good. Um, that was great, but then, you know, my body is betraying me, so it sucks right now. And I have a really important thing tonight. I have to go to a wedding party. Mm. And I have to be well enough to go because I can't miss it. Yeah. So I have to heal myself between now and 4 o'clock when I leave. But you have all day tomorrow to rest, which you were planning to anyway because you were going to have your hands down your pants watching football. and Get it right. One hand down the pants, the other hand. One hand on a chicken wing. Mm, Preach. Uh, The – what was I going to say about your – oh, is this the earliest you've ever gotten sick? Back to school. Going back to work? Yeah. No. Because that'd be fun to figure that out. No. And this is not, I hope, fingers crossed, I don't think it's a full-blown I'm out for like a week type cold. I hope not either because you're breathing really closely to me. Well, you're the one who was like, oh, let's still do a podcast. I'm like, but my throat hurts. Well, we have to do a podcast because I'll be gone tomorrow. Yeah, well, I'm not that sick because you're next to me. And if I was that sick, you'd be in the other room. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping... Like most of you people out there, I'm sure that, you know, my body has a tendency of being strong all week, breaking down as soon as I get off of work, and then somehow or another feeling better right around Monday morning when I go back to work. So that's the hope right now. And then, you know, I got something going on next week. We got I got a big week next week. When when I say big week, I really don't mean that. I only have a couple things going on, but Friday night, Snoop Dogg and Wu Tang concert. Oh. And that's a late night. That is a late. Yeah, but it's nearby. It is, but you know, when I wake up at five o'clock in the morning, and the concert's not going to end until when? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you're fine without sleep. Clearly, I'm not because know. my body seems to be telling me that I'm not. Go ahead. I was just going to say that Chris is a pretty much an insomniac. I don't know if he's ever had a full eight hours of sleep. I haven't. Consecutive. No way. Actually. I which, have which is probably, one time in my life, and I was, was sick. Oh. I was in England, and I was sick, and I slept for, it was 11 or 13 hours. Oh, my. My parents and my sister still laugh about that. Probably thought you were dead. Yep, they checked on me, and that's what woke me up. I went to bed like at 8 o'clock at night, and I woke up like around 
It's like 10.30 or 11 the next day. Meanwhile, that's like, could be me every day. Yeah, actually, that would have been like 16, 17 hours. But it was somewhere around something stupid. But I slept straight through. I think I woke up maybe once. And I never do that. I always wake up. So, man, that was great, though. Hmm. Reminiscing on the good old days. <coughs> yes. Um, this past week, there was a hearing on... Good segue, by the way. DC statehood. Jesus. I don't have a segue. I don't do this for a living. I just am here to help you out. All right. And I've said to you, you do a great job of hosting and, and segueing. And I, I don't care. Like, I'm just... And this is kind of... Well, I don't think I do, but thank you for saying that. Yeah, you, you, you do. Continue. You lead this circus. Continue. With a whip. Yeah, you're going to follow that one. Anyway, D.C. statehood <clears throat> was being discussed this past week uh, in Congress, and I don't know what's going to happen, you know, here's the, but... Yeah, I wanted to talk about this, actually. You know, I saw this all week long, and I think anybody with a brain understands that D.C. should be, you know, represented, but... It's going to, let's say it passes in the House, and guess what? It's going to fail in the Senate, and then it's over. We're going to keep going through this over and over but again. But it's, it's historic like, because it's the first time it's even had, I think, a hearing, at least for I, a while. Okay. I maybe hear at that. all. But again, it's going to die on party lines like everything else does. That's it. And we'll be back to the drawing board whenever... There's another president in office and hope that D.C., for some reason, D.C. 700,000 residents. Of all places. Are not, more, they don't have the representation that other. people than other states. Delaware's got representation. Stop it. North Dakota's got representation. Stop it. Please. And the 50, 51 star state flags look really good. Yeah, and guess what? If I threw a flag in your face that had 50 or 51 stars, guess what? You're not going to notice the difference. So chill out. People just don't want change. People don't like change. That's not the reason why people don't want statehood. That, D.C. Oh, of course not. <laughs> the reason why people don't want statehood is because D.C. tends, not tends, they, want they to, vote a certain way and the other side doesn't want that. It's just amazing how hard we have to fight for uh, fighting against disenfranchisement of people over yeah. the years. Like, it takes, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work to allow all people, not just white male landowners, to be free, to engage in rights that you think citizens should have. I was just listening to a podcast about the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments, Mm -hmm. as one does. And they mentioned (laughs) that when... uh, a lot. I mean, our immigration policies are rooted in uh, racism. So, you know, we certain people didn't want immigrants to come here who were not white. And then there was a discussion about black people. Should we allow black men to be citizens? And then once they were like, yeah, we'll let them become <clears throat> citizens, be citizens since they've been here since the start of the this country. Then Black people just 16, thought. 19. Well, of course we'll have of, of course we'll have all the rights that come with citizenship, such as voting, and then people were like, 
Uh, oh, no, no, no. You, you don't get to vote, of course. You're just a citizen. You don't get all of the other privileges that all the other white men have. So then they had to fight to get the right to vote, which then that was only black men. Mm-hmm. Women, white women at that point couldn't even vote. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like a never-ending struggle to get full rights. Well, there's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. There's really no edu- There's no logic behind D.C. not being able to be the 51st state. Nothing that's going to make sense to me. Nothing that I feel as though is logical. I don't know. Uh, your thoughts it's on It's not. That? Okay. It makes no sense. Yeah. That's probably why it's hard for me to describe it. It's just like, yeah, D.C., you know, the nation's capital. Uh, oh, wait, there's no representation coming from there? There's 700,000 people that live there? All right. Yes, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. It's just... All... Could you imagine a world in which, like, let's just say the 700,000 people would vote Republican? Oh, my God. It had been a state years ago. Of course. Decades but that's not, ago. That, that's not the... That is part of partially is, the point. No, that is the but point. But the point of it is Period. it doesn't make a difference what party you vote for. You should have Unfortunately, but, but that's not where and we the are. right to vote. But that is not where we are in this country right now. Like, we are not there. And if you if you maintain your status or the only way you can win is if you disenfranchise voters, then like you're nothing but bullshit. Yeah. Right is not right now. Right is whatever your party says. It has nothing to do with morally what's the right thing to do. Morals, ethics, integrity, all that type of stuff is gone. It is all about, oh, the party says this, we're doing this. Winning. Maintaining control. As I've said before, principles end where power begins. Yeah. Good for you. I'm more impressed with the fact that you remember the quote. It's an easy one. Let alone, so is... Half of the quotes you say, but you can't seem to remember them. So I'm impressed with you. Good, good job out of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really proud of myself. Um, what else you got? Because I don't have anything. I'm ill. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wanted to talk about your. I I want to talk about the idea of being liked, hmm. and how much you value that. Man. You pick this podcast where I don't feel great to talk well, about this? it's the one thing that popped up into my head this week and I wanted to discuss. How deep are we getting? We can get deep, deep as an ocean. Deep as the Atlantic? If you want it to be that, yes. No. Uh, okay, we're talking about me personally? Well, uh, there's no one else that are we I'm talking, talking about to. just people wanting to be liked? Both. Okay, well, I'll talk about myself since you asked me. Uh <laughs> I went a long time wanting to be liked, and now I'm at a point where I would prefer to be liked, but I, ha- I, I don't care at all whether I am or not. As long as I'm true to myself, I'm okay with myself. So I guess ultimately, most people would want to be liked. We said before, like your purpose in the world. Mm-hmm. I want someone to, after they've talked to me, I've you know brightened their day or... I haven't added any burden to their day. So at the end of the day, I would hope that I'm liked. But if you ask me if I cared, not anymore. When you did care, why was it? Why did you care so much? I think it made my it made me feel good if people liked me. But then I didn't feel good because I was not being true to myself. 
So it was like, whatever it takes for people to like me. Now it's like, what were fuck you, with that noise. What were you doing? I just wasn't myself. Like, I wasn't true to myself. Like, I would change who I was, depending who I was around, to not conform, but to not be my true self. Mm-hmm. So if someone says something that I really didn't like, I would just shut up. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, if someone says something I really don't like, I speak up because that's who I am. That's what I would say. So now, like I said, I think everybody, everyone wants to be liked, but I have zero fucks whether I am liked. What say you, ma'am? Um, I don't think I've ever really cared about being liked. And the, I was thinking about this on my drive home. And you you said something that I also felt that I I've never felt the need to go above and beyond to be liked and have always like I've always tried to stay authentic to myself and and to my core principles and yep. all of those things that I could navigate the world as I am and and not I don't need other people's validation for mm-hmm. my self-worth yep so if someone as there will be if there are people with whom i do not mesh with i mean i don't i do not take it personally i never i don't know if i ever did and i have no interest in i i definitely am turned off and really avoid like i don't want to sell myself to anyone so if someone doesn't like me, there's no point for me to try to win them over. Mm-hmm. And I often, not just <clears throat> turned off by, but I have no interest in engaging with someone who can't see my value and my, you know. Your worth. My worth. So I don't, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to convince other people. Right. If they don't, if they don't like me, then they don't like me. I'm, I'm fine with that. I there's nothing there's nothing and i've i've been told many times over the years that people thought that i was a bitch based on my face which is fair that's very fair <laughs> and didn't want to talk to me or didn't were intimidated by I whatever look that i had i sit across from you on the couch and i'm like bitch and once they got to know me they they like apologize like i feel terrible that i made that judgment about you when you are the way you are or I wish I would have gotten to know you better if there's like a limited time thing because I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't want to talk to you initially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I kind of figure like that's their loss or not. It's their gain. They might be better off without no. me in their lives. But Your presence is a present. Thank you. That's mm-hmm. so nice. Yeah, you know. And, uh, but I would never alter my, the way I navigate this world at the, at the comfort, the expense of my discomfort, not being able to be myself and, or, or to make people feel comfortable. Yes. There's no, it's, that's too much of a burden to, to not be yourself. So, you know, I say stupid things sometimes and I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I just don't, no. I don't really care what but other you people shouldn't. think. I don't know if, um, I remember I've told you this story that I was a teenager probably like 12 or 13 and I was with a friend walking around in the mall because that's what we used to do and I really wanted to drink or what really wanted to have a cookie 
and I got a cookie and a Diet Coke. Not diet because of diet, but just because I prefer Diet Coke. Probably 12 or 13. How old were you? Excuse me. I said, how old are you? <laughs> I'm 12. And <clears throat> my friend looked at me because I was so... I didn't care. Like, at that age, you kind of care, like, what people are thinking about your weight or you eating this in front of other people. Like, boys will say you eat. It's like, yeah, I fucking eat. And I take dumps, too. Like, there's no nothing to hide oh, here. I don't need to know that. You didn't know I pooped? No. Okay, well, I'll show you next time how to do it. Don't show me. <laughs> it's like, it's almost like when you know your parents have sex. They've only had sex dependent on how many siblings you have. That's it. I need to know you had dumps or you take dumps. It's gross. Anyway, so she looked at me as I was like ravenously eating my cookie and she's like, you don't care what other people think about you, do you? And Meanwhile, you had like probably chocolate, chocolate on my chip. face. Yeah, all but over like your she face. said that in a way that was kind of like it was snarky. Yep. Like she probably meant it like you should have some. Yeah. Um, have class. Have decency. <laughs> you should have you? some pride. Mm-hmm. And I was, and I took it as to me it was one of the the like the a badge of honor. I was like, no, the fuck I don't. Like I'll eat this. Co- I'll do whatever I want, what I want if I can. Like that's I'm not gonna. Hide the fact that I want to eat a chocolate chip cookie at the at the at the sake of you know I'll look thinner or I'll look cooler or I'll look I don't care I just don't care. It's a different scenario because we're talking food and nothing keeps you away from nothing food. Nothing gets me. Nothing gets in the way. I don't know if I've ever compromised like any parts of my personality mm-hmm. or desires because of some fake like idea of what cool is or I just I. I don't care about those pressures. Yeah. I mean, I definitely have, uh, whether it's uh, me feeling as though, like, you know, we talk about the whole angry black man. Mm-hmm. It, it could be like that. It could be just me trying to conform because if I am if I am myself, then I'm, I don't really fit with most people because I don't. And I never have. I've never right. felt like <clears throat> I fit in with anyone and as I've said to you, I feel like I've talked to you about this a couple of times in the past week, few weeks, that I've never felt comfortable with certain parts, certain elements of our society and mm-hmm. um, the more like machismo elements of our society. And I feel like we're finally, whether it's like representation in media or just the, the, the what people can and cannot should and should not can and cannot should and shouldn't say now just being more sensitive about other people's feelings i feel like it i feel like society i now live in a culture or society that is finally waking up to yeah it's more reflective of my values i guess because i i you know i wasn't into a lot of things that were okay back when we were growing up isn't it weird that you feel as though society is moving that way. Meanwhile, we have who we have in the White House. Yeah, I mean, I it think, is weird because I think it's I'm talking. I'm think... not even talking about politics here. I'm talking about like bullying people on Twitter and name calling people on Twitter. Like that is that's what you would see in the '90s, and that would be acceptable. And now it's not acceptable, but he continues to keep doing it, and it's like. It's okay. Well, I think there's cause and effect with everything. And whatever whatever is more mainstream, there's co- going to be like a counter culture or counter reaction to whatever's happening. And I, I think that, about that pendulum. as a result of someone who's holding the highest position in our country, who's acting like a 
four-year-old shit face. I just, I yes, think that accurate. people are, you can only, you can't, you can't fight hate with hate. You have to, mm. you have to fight it with love. No, you don't. I do not subscribe to that theory. Not at all. You Hate cannot drive out hate. Nope, that's not something what it was. Something about only nope. light can. Yep, see, that's what I'm talking about with your quotes. Yep. Whatever it is, but I subscribe to that. But I do think that a lot of a lot of people are reacting to kind of what is happening. So like that's what. What I'm saying about our culture and society being more sensitive about certain things or. Uh, being more open-minded about mm-hmm. certain lifestyles, whatever, or other people, it is a reaction to an oppressive, toxic culture that preceded this. Okay. I guess. That's just my thought. Yeah. I'll agree with that. Um, what else you got? I told you. I did not prepare today because I am not feeling it okay another thing i want to discuss every single time Mm -mm. we watch a television show or movie and the person driving looks at the passenger for like 15 seconds and they don't get in a car accident (laughs) well today they did yes we were watching but i was gonna bring that this up Mm -hmm. before we watched that one show but if you watch every single other I'm like, just I hate it. I hate when they have bad wigs. It takes me out. You're trying to. You're trying to. Here's the thing. Life is already as real as it can be. When you're watching TV, you're supposed to suspend reality. You can't always look at. It's what I have a problem with wrestling fans. They in in one breath they can complain about. Well, it doesn't make sense how he was able to hit him with the chair because the ref didn't call for a disqualification. And without even breathing, inhaling, they can talk about how it was so cool that the Undertaker came back from the dead and choke slammed somebody. It's like you have to suspend everything. So yes, people are doing this, that, and everything else, and don't get caught up because they stopped looking at the road for five seconds and didn't get into it a grab. It just bothers me slash makes me laugh <clears throat> that it is so obvious sometimes that someone is like. <laughs> Yeah, of course. <laughs> that their eyes are comically off the road yes. for that length of time. And it's just something that I've noticed a lot recently, and I just wanted to bring it up to you. Mm-hmm. Because you'll start noticing it every single day. Oh, no, I, I notice it every time. I just, again, when I watch TV, I don't expect anything from I don't expect reality. Speaking of TV, did you see that uh, Alyssa Milano and Holly Marie Combs from one of my favorite shows, Charmed? They're going to be on Grey's Anatomy. No, I didn't, but I'm all in okay, because so I'm all in for Grey's. You have to let me know when that episode is on so I can sure. watch it. I mean, you know I'm going to be watching it. Tissues next to me. Not because I'm sick. I hope they make a witch, hey. a witch reference on the show. Yeah, that would be nice. But where's Shannon Doherty? That's always a good, good question. Mm. You can't be leaving people out like that. Sorry. I don't think they purposely left her out, but she seems to be a little bit hard to nail down. 90210 did it. They she was only she only agreed to do it when Luke Perry died. Speaking of which, I think they left Luke Perry out. 
of what? They, they're not, refer- no, I'm not saying that. They're not referencing him enough. Well, first off, you haven't seen. You you would tell me if they, they have, and they, they have didn't. not. Uh, they only rep- they only mentioned him episode. on the first episode of the BH90210 reboot, and I'm okay with that. They, <laughs> no, I'm not. Because you don't want to get too emotional. Yes, you do. And also, they recorded it shortly after he died, so don't like care. they didn't want to. So it should be fresh. Anyway, he they're doing a <clears throat> uh, they're doing a they're honoring him on the first episode of Riverdale, which is the show that he was on before he passed away, playing Archie's father. Father. The father. <laughs> and Shannon Doherty will be on that episode. Oh, so that's- wow. Shannon Doherty will be on That's great. I'm going back to BH90210, in which, let's be real, that show does not exist does not exist if Luke Perry is not on Beverly Hills. I would like everyone to go back to the episode, an earlier episode, in which we talked about our favorite television shows. And I want everyone to hear how much Chris dumped on Luke Perry. And now posthumously, he's acting like he is, he's all reverent toward Let me explain my thoughts on Luke Perry. I, Luke Perry, there's no 90210 without him. I think that he his acting in that show is trash, but there's no show without him. It's very simple to say both of those. That's it. He was great in Oz. He was naked. Excellent in Oz. In Oz. Chill out, fam. <laughs> he was cold. How about that? He was cold in Oz. Shower scene. He didn't have a towel. That's all I have to say. It must have been really cold. Did you watch? In the studio. Um, there's like a bull riding movie he was in. Yep, seven seconds or nine seconds, seconds or something like I think that. It's eight seconds. Whatever. <laughs> oh my god, I said seven. I'm so off. I didn't but say you said nineteen seven seconds. or nine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, seven, nine, eight, whatever. I'm sorry, I don't watch bull riding contests. Okay, Chris gets such an attitude when he's sick. He's, no, you this is okay. You know, you're talking about something else. This is what this is what happens with your whole entire family since we're talking about that. If we have a conversation. And let's say you want to say lunch, mm-hmm. and you accidentally say lunch. brunch. And they was like, oh, that's so funny. Uh, I can't wait to have brunch. <laughs> and it's like, no, you just misspoke. It's not funny. Your humor fucking sucks. Chris, I mean, misspeaking God is funny. My first language. Funny. That's what I do. Secondly. But it, it stops the conversation because someone will say something. Obviously, they misspoke. You'll laugh about it for 30 seconds, and they're like, oh, I don't even know what I was talking about. I'm like, well, it would have been nice to know, but we don't know anymore because you laughed at something that wasn't even funny. Chris hates joy and laughter. Damn. So much. Those is, you know what? I like, I like laughing. I love humor. <laughs> I don't like people who think they're funny and they're not. How about that? That's adorable. Anyway, so mm, got um, me all rabid. I'm so glad I'm leaving. Foaming anyway, the, the uh, I've wanted. I want to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yep. Because as you know, that's his last movie. Sure. But also, Rebecca Gayhart, who played his tragically and untimely murdered wife. Tony Marchette in season seven of 90210. She is also in that movie playing Brad Pitt's wife. And if only I see them together again, I'll be really happy. Mm. But I don't know if they have any scenes together. That's all. But I do want to see that movie. 
Yeah, we'll see it eventually. Because it weaves in like historical mm-hmm. Hollywood film stuff and what was happening at that time. Well. So, um, I just got a scent of something. Did you put cologne on? We've been recording for 32 minutes, and all of a sudden you think I put cologne on? My hair. I feel I like know. death, but yes, I put on cologne because, you know. Sometimes I put on lipstick good. when I feel like shit. Anyway, do we have anything else, Chris? Because otherwise we will wrap this up like a burrito. Okay, let's wrap it up, Chipotle style. It's over. It's a wrap. I got nothing. I hope I feel better. That's it. Please send your thoughts and prayers to Chris's nasal cavities. Uh, Please send your Panera gift cards to Mm -hmm. my house. Mm -hmm. Wish him well and give us a one-star review. This is definitely a one-star podcast today. I think it's a three-star podcast. Actually, because it, in our world, because this podcast, this episode sucks so bad, it should be a Mm five-star. Okay, well, give us a zero-star, which means don't review us at all. It better be a one or a five. Don't you dare give us a three. Yes. (laughs) We're not average. We're either great or we're crap, but we are not average. Thank you. Enjoy the most wonderful month of the year. We'll be back September. next week. Oh, okay. Good God. Well, I was just covering my bases in case this your your situation develops and you have no voice next time we. Thank you for work. not making that so tragic. <laughs> Appreciate it. Um. All right. Thanks everybody for listening. I promise next week I will come back fully ready to go. And it'll be more exciting. Talk to you later. Love you. Visit www.greatgoalrush.com for our bucket list archive. And if you want to follow us on social, you can find us on Facebook at Great Goal Rush. Thanks for listening.